0: Hey, Chubbies, what's going on? Hey, we're back. Oh, and we've got the TikTok wizard himself. He told me not to say <laughs> that yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, we're yeah, going right at yeah. it, Jay. Yeah, Shay married a third generation iron worker Yeah, yep. We're going to talk all about it. First, cool.
1: first generation TikToker. Yes. He is first generation TikToker, <laughs> and you know,
0: so I mean, you are now. I guess, I guess, thank you now because now you're our sponsor. Awesome. You know, this being the uh, employee stock ownership program. Yeah. That with the Geiger brothers esop So congratulations.
2: all right Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, you.
0: I know you don't you said you don't know anything about this. I, I don't. I don't. I'm still
2: I'm still dumbfounded.
0: So Well, here's my first question. Okay. Who who's going to be the first guy
2: to hit hickey after you guys are his boss there, <laughs> So there's um there's probably a long line for that Is opportunity. There? Who's going to yeah. Fire Scott? Uh there's probably a shorter line for that oh gosh yeah man. yeah it's, uh yeah I don't, I don't want to get involved in that too much we're, 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 i'm Still not working that out a, yeah yeah I'm, yeah we'll just we'll leave that like those
0: questions came directly from scott bassey as far as he told me to ask those tonight, uh, oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. he's testing the waters, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. he said, because I asked him, I said, now, hey, how far can we take this Aesop thing? Mm-hmm. And he said, I said, because I don't know much about it. I said, I've talked to Shay, he knows absolutely nothing about it, mm-hmm. and um so he said well the first question he'd ask he was who's going to be the first one <laughs> to jack Inkey. after there he's boss and he said Then i want to know who's going to fire me <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was having a big time with
2: it i think they worry too much about it really they, they they're they trying to take care of you guys yeah they they are um they they really care about their employees i know i know honestly. scott I, mean, um, yeah. do. I don't know Eric that well but yeah, yeah um you know and honestly i haven't worked for hickey up until the last three or four years or so probably about three years since i come home from tennessee um i've always dealt with terry spencer or eric or scott directly um but they all they just they value their employees and the and the good ones that they have which is so many of us um you excited
0: about this new move i mean so you're you're what 34 35 just 35 35. when is your birthday march february
2: 24th i should know this you should we're family what the hell i'm sorry I'm sorry. i mean you i missed you know a guy you know
1: yeah you do, you do. he's not paying attention man he's not he's just yeah. he's, he's, he's not i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. uh so how many years you got left you've probably got at least
0: 14
2: years in now uh march of this year started my 16th year in the Iron started Rangers. whenever you were 18 then uh, i was 19 i turned 19 in february and i got in march okay so
0: third generation let's go back i want to i want to because i mean you've been at geiger brothers this whole time right
2: uh, no, uh, I worked for him the first time. I think it was in 2009 at the West Portsmouth. It was called the incubator school. It was in between like a middle school and a high school. It was in West Portsmouth. If, yeah, if yeah. That says okay. That. Oh, okay.
0: That was the job.
2: Right. That was yeah. the job. Um, so you get out of high school.
0: Okay. Let's yep. just, just let's go back. So let, talk, let's go back to the very beginning. So you go to, so you're third generation. So Papaw, yep. pap, your, your Papaw, yep. or your grandpa would yep. have been an iron worker.
2: He was um, – I think our hall was chartered in – someone's going to ding me on it, I'm sure. What's a hall?
0: Tell everybody, what's what's an iron worker hall? What do they so mean by that?
2: a union hall is basically no different than your business. It's a storefront, basically, right? So, um, our hall is in Ashland, Kentucky. Um, it covers a certain jurisdiction um, that the people that are affiliated with that hall work out of that jurisdiction. So, Columbus has got a hall – um canton's got a hall cleveland's got a hall cincinnati actually merged with louisville kentucky that's all now one hall parkersburg and charleston merged into a hall this is a
0: physical storefront
2: this is a physical place where when you join the union and you get through your apprenticeship and you're what they call a journeyman ironworker or a pipe fitter or whatever they're all they're all pretty much the modeled same modeled the same right um you go in say you work a job for Geiger Brothers, you get laid off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the job ended, you had no ill will, you know, it wasn't because of performance, right, it was right. just the job's done, right? Mm-hmm. So you go down the hall, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, you sign the books, they'll call you out, they'll have what they call a 7 a.m. call out, uh, everyone's a little bit different, um, and they'll say, hey, we need four welders to go to General Mills or wherever it's at. So you either take the call or you don't. Um, we have a list that we try and go by as far as the hall. So first person out of work signs the list. So they're technically supposed to be the first person to go back to work, right? First out, first back. Um, but that's kind of the way it works. Um, he said, I think Papaw got in, I want to say our hall was chartered in fifty eight, nineteen fifty eight, 1958. And my grandpa got in, in either 60 or 61. So he wasn't actually the charter. Yeah apprenticeship program um but he worked up until 2002 i believe mm-hmm. um and in 86 i believe my dad and my uncle kevin got in um six yeah and work was horrible they were in uh, middletown they were you know out in indiana they were going all over trying to to get work and what kind 80s. of work are they doing back then uh
0: what kind of works pat paul doing back in the 50s what are they what are they building give me there's probably still stuff standing you know
2: there. uh in. the green up dam 1971 uh my grandpa and my great uncle john tied the rods on it 1971 and they've as far as i know i mean they've done patchwork obviously but it's still there um as far as the dam part now the bridging and stuff like that i don't it know is, who was a part of that it has probably
0: been you know yeah it's been re-inspected and all it,
2: Right. But I when I got in the apprenticeship in two thousand and seven, I had to do a history lesson on a twenty year plus member, so it made sense, you know, to do it on my grandpa because he was already retired, you know, he'd been retired for several years. And uh, his working wage as a general foreman was eighty five dollars a day as a general foreman for four B and W Babcox and Wilcox. And that was at uh, which is a huge Rich, now. uranium enrichment yeah, yeah. company down there, correct, yeah. yes, i don't know what else they do yeah eighty five dollars a day and you know he was sixty two sixty three somewhere down there he's like a second year apprentice as a general foreman, monster which, money, yeah, oh yeah, monster money, yeah, I always heard the stories that you know in seventy one was like the 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 money making year for my years. grandpa, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, had uh, the green <clears> up <throat> dam going. They were doing stuff at AK steel. They were doing all these mills and stuff throughout all along the Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia river. You know, they were all booming just wide open and seven my,
0: days a week if they wanted it. Right.
2: Yeah. Grandpa bought a, you know, the farm that he still got, that he bought, um, and my great-uncle John, which he's dead and gone now. Um, but uh, they just sold it a couple years ago. I mean, it's stuff is still standing. There is, I remember the, the garage that my great-uncle John built, um, it had a foundation on it that was a foot-thick monolithic slab. So the footers and the slab of the, of the, the garage were all poured together. And it had 5,280 block in it, which is a mile, right? Yeah. There is zero cracks in that block, except for one that is a half block right above, right above a window lintel. Yeah. And there's it goes, and then it just stops. It never <laughs> moved. Built in <laughs> 1971. It's got true 2 to 6 four-joist in the second story, and tongue-and-groove, Barbie lumber, actually, that's still a local logging company. Yeah. Um, they hand-cut all the lumber and stuff oh, that's in my. that garage. And I actually have a piece of it that's left. It's a solid piece of oak. It's two and a half inches thick. And it was originally three foot wide exactly when it was cut. And it shrunk down. It's two foot, eight inches, eight and a quarter inches wide now. So it shrunk that much of, since 1970.
0: Huh. Wow.
2: Yeah. Gee. It's cool shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool shit. Yeah. So,
1: So, I mean, obviously you came up with this, like, as you were growing up, you were well aware of of the union and, and everybody working there. Did did you decide at a young age? Like, well, that's what I'm going to do too.
2: Well, I originally no. Um, my dad told me I was an idiot. If I got into it, (laughs) that I need to go to college. Yeah. And then I was working at Smith Springs, which is a local place. They came from Zanesville. They bought the old lion saw shop, I believe out by the, uh, Clary road. Um, went to work out there while I was doing DECA through high school. Yeah. And, uh, my uncle called me one day and he's like, You're not doing the shit the rest of your life. Like you need to have a good good setup, a good pension, you know, yeah, insurance, yeah. things like that. And I'm like, you know, I'm eighteen years old. I'm like, I yeah. don't need all that. Yeah. <laughs> so six, seven months go by and it, it just kind of rolled into it, you know. Um I went and did the interview, uh, went back for a follow in, follow up interview and uh they accepted me in. I think my class had uh forty eight or forty nine members. Huh. And I think when we topped out four years later, there was 12. What year was this? this 07. 07. Yep.
1: So is there always a good bit of attrition like that? Like guys drop out or whatever well, during, during so, the four years? so
2: back then, you know, the recession, whatever, was like 06, somewhere around in there. So our work was kind of shitty for a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So we had guys that, lack of a better term, if you didn't know somebody, you weren't going to work. Right. So... I was fortunate in that time frame, Your third generation, yeah. right? Which Papa was retired, but Dad and my uncle Kevin were both working. My uncle Greg was still in at that time. You know, oh, there was twenty yeah. some members between the Meredith and the Porter side of my grandmas yeah. that were in the trades, whether it be uh, ironworkers, uh, millwrights, laborers, whatever. They find was. a spot for you, right? So um, I was able to work, but I had to work. You know, yeah, it, right. there was no option involved. If well, well, I can't go here. No, you're going to work. That's it. Um, but I mean, so if it meant leaving town, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 a good thing about being uh in the union, or I mean, really in any trade, whether it's union or non union. I'm not just speaking on union behalf, but um, if you're in if you're in a skilled labor trade and you weren't run out of work at General Mills or Lou Gino's or wherever doing maintenance or doing whatever, then you can. You, Everybody knows a guy, you know what I mean?
0: Well, I've it's, always thought it was equivalent to like sales to where you could have the benefits of living rural and living metro if you really wanted to. Or right. you could stay right here at home and have the benefits of making metro money in a rural area if you it, wanted to. It's it, almost like a skit, you know, or it's not almost, but like the two are skilled, right? You, you know, they they are, they go hand in hand, you know, so where it's, it's not... It's not – you You are at your own destiny, so to speak, I guess. Right.
2: You can – I mean, you can pick and choose. I mean, if you get a good <coughs> reputation mm-hmm. and get one, you know, early Being on, good. Yeah. then you can – your possibilities are endless, you know. That's one of the regrets, if I have any, is that is I didn't do more traveling before, you know, I got settled down and had kids and stuff yeah, like yeah. that because, you know, there was – seven, eight, nine years, somewhere around there that I first got in that I had the opportunity, but there was always work here, so it never made sense to go. Yeah, then and now you like, wish you would have went. Yeah, so like now it's, you know, I've got kids, and which I was gone for three years in Tennessee with Geiger, but they're getting to the age now to where, i can't do that not yeah. to, and i don't want to now yeah but it's just one of those kind of yeah hindsight 2020 20, i wish yeah. i would have so so like it,
1: what year did the, the things flip and now it, uh, it sounds like maybe there's more work than what there's available men to do it
2: right i mean absolutely yeah. you said there's <laughs> four hundred
0: thousand jobs needed right now shortage of
2: welders that's that's the rumor i heard yes that's through miller hobart um lincoln uh, the, all the manufacturers, of welders that produce the actual welding machines, Machine. yeah, they're, right, they're, they're, they're um, what they thought they were going to have people to train because uh, they all have their own training facilities. Honestly, yeah. they, they think that they're somewhere in that net, yeah, around 400,000 people that wow. they don't have to fill welding positions.
1: Hey, Chubbies, how many points do you have on the McDonald's app? We all know and love the McDonald's app. And we want to thank Brad and Sarah Munn for being a great sponsor of our show and of our communities here in Jackson, Oak Hill, Wellston, and MacArthur. McDonald's. Check them out.
2: Between, you know, shipyards, between railroads, uh, railroads, uh, you know, heavy construction, heavy bridge equipment. construction, yeah, I mean, you know, everything, mechanics, everything. right, yeah.
0: And where there's steel, there's a welder.
2: Right. There's a set of torches.
0: How many many set of torches and welders do you – so you're in the iron workers. Yes. You know, so um, you are constructing steel structures. So you are a lot of the framework behind a concrete building or a block building, uh, right? So like a school would have a steel frame truss system – uh, the the frame system would be the iron workers, right? Or would you be the concrete and everything?
2: Well, um, because of the rebar. So yeah. So as far as iron workers, they have reinforcing, structural steel, and um, ornamental. So um, the rebar obviously is foundation type stuffs. So we would do all the rebar the, setting, right? The the footers, the piers, anything that where anchor bolts or columns are going to set oh. for a structural building we would do um
0: and the concrete
2: no no the concrete that's laborers and finishers work so there's there's, so that's why
0: like a guy like mac would have learned his trade is he a laborer no he's an iron worker oh
2: okay he just pours concrete on the side okay okay i said that that
1: would be a separate union though right that's right correct correct it's
2: laborers and finishers yes okay Okay. um but then you know as far as the setting of the structural steel um Bridge work, structural steel, pan decking—you know the stuff with the concrete. Pan decking spans the girders on the bridges that the rebar ties on and oh, the yeah, concrete yeah, pours yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, false work for bridges, which is basically just temporary support type, yeah. type stuff to hold the something until it it's poured out. You know, yeah. um, ornamental would be like glass work. <laughs> um, I worked in Pikeville, Kentucky, um, in two thousand eleven. We did all the the structural steel. Um, the decking, and then I rolled over for another contractor, and we actually set all the glass panels. They're like 20-foot tall, 4-foot wide. It's called glazing. Um, it's actually uh, the ornamental side of it, storefronts, like something would be out here if it's structural steel or aluminum, stainless, whatever. That's that's something that's kind of a part of ironwork. You get into some some jurisdictional some craft battles back and forth with stuff but well that's um, where
0: you said if you have a good name for yourself they might call you out of the hall right or somebody that is equivalent to you or we need a i'm sure there's levels right
2: correct there as for as some sense yes you know you've got guys that only want to bust rods which they all they want to do is tie rebar yeah. they don't give a shit about oh. stepping foot on a structure okay. right no problem with that they don't
0: want to be 80 feet high
2: right 100 300 whatever it is um you've got guys that only want to do detail work you know they want to they want to weld handrail together they want to you know install the grading you know stuff like that bolt up which is you know When you're building a structural steel building, you've got a gang. You've got the raising gang, what they call it, which is usually four guys and a foreman. You've got two hook on guys that are hooking the steel up to the crane. Two guys that are setting it. You know, that's a Meredith,
0: isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what the Merediths do, isn't it?
2: We, I mean, we've kind of been um my upbringing was know a little bit about all of it and you'll stay working don't be a master of one be a jack of all kind of ta- yeah. kind yeah. of thing so you're welding your rods you know being able to connect and set iron and stuff like that you no one's is ever perfect at anything so you try and just have a mix of all okay. of it because you know you can start, jump on any crew don't want to lead none up, right you you can you can start with the rods like for instance, Kiger Creek, there's guys that started on the rods that were good rod busters. And then by the time they got their rods, you know, kind of wrapped up, they started with the structural steel. Well, they could set iron or they could bolt up or they could do whatever. And they stayed busy throughout the entire job all the way to the end whenever the sheeting come in. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's you kind of, you can make your own paycheck if if you learn a little bit about all of it.
1: Now, now explain something to me here, Shay. This is something I've always uh, never could figure out. Exactly. So now you work for Geiger Brothers.
0: But you're currently, all, but yes.
1: you're also a, a member. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Scott. Yeah, yeah. He said, "Well, currently I work well for Geiger oh, Brothers." Let me let me You own Geiger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. What really is <laughs> <Yeah>. going on? <laughs> yeah. You know, so so she, currently you're part owner, of Geiger. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know? so,
2: <laughs> I, I want it to go on record that I didn't want any of this shit brought up. Well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I,
1: I just want that to be on record. Now, now is uh, so I mean, what I'm asking is you're 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 always are you still a member of the union once yes. you're employed by a company yes. or or how does that interact is it just like a is it completely separate from your employment or
2: excuse me so basically so when you sign up with the union you get through your apprenticeship or whether you're an apprentice or not we'll just take me for instance right so you know started my 16th year um and i did the first job i worked for which like i said was 2009 at Um, west portsmouth um but from that point on geiger brothers ran slow on ironwork, so they didn't have really anything for the guys they had so we got laid off right Mm -hmm. so we worked through a hiring hall um which our hall ashland isn't actually a hiring hall um but you go down or you call the business agent business manager whatever say hey look i'm laid off um you can either take a call of the hall or you can solicit your own work so with my uncles being in you know the amount of years that they had been in at that time Uh they're like okay we're going to take a week off and then we're going to go here you know i've already called so and so you know i've already called jason and said he needs you know uh chicken coop built whatever it is okay so then we go there um so up until you
0: typically have your whole year planned until layoff season don't you
2: no so like laborers, finishers, people like that, block layers, a lot of them, um, their 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 years plan. You know, you get pavers, stuff like that. Their years plan. They can only work in a certain amount of good Weather. days to bad days, right? You know, I've been laid off more in the winter than, or more in the summer than I have been in the winter, as far as being working out of the hall, as far as an iron worker, which sounds crazy, but they they typically try and start their jobs with the rebar and stuff like that. You know, when it's it's kind of nastier weather because right. rebar sucks. I mean, I can do it. It's always it's it always sucks. the same up in the air. Right. It doesn't matter. It's either going to be blowing forty mile an hour or it's going to be steel. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um but they try and get a lot of the, the grunt work done in the in the shittier weathers. Yeah. That way when you do have good weather, if you're sheeting a building, insulating, you know, you're not fighting yeah. There's no spring rains. Guy. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: So So if you if you are you know let's let's just like what what do you think would be the best path okay take take all of us in the room you know we've all got kids okay and I, you know we were talking about this shortage and and you know i think the reason that you're seeing this shortage is and i mean i'm going back to 1999 back before computers and back to like your dad and those guys you know i'm a, i'm a little bit younger than they are but but same type of style back then, you know, no no computers. Right. But so back then you didn't really have to log in or nothing. You know, it was more of a filled something out. You hoped you got your name pulled. It just seemed like this like dark and mysterious process to try to get in the in a union hall of some kind, I can remember, I can remember trying to get in the heavy equipment operators. At the time, I was running heavy equipment in the strip mines, and I was and everybody was like, "Well, you need to go do this." I took a day off work and went up to Columbus. I think it was up there off of thirty three, and went up there to the heavy equipment. It was downtown, but I went. I, I just I remember going and and tried to get in there, and and it was like, "Well, you got to get a card," and they were and you thought you had to buy a card, and. Nobody knew how to do that. And now you hear these horror stories. I won't mention names, but you hear these horror stories about, well, you know, so-and-so said that if if he went to um, this schooling, he would start off as a fifth-year apprentice and not a first. And then he comes out, and then he's, well, they told him he's still got to be a first. So he wasted $30,000 on school. So what is the, like, how? Like, just, you know, you're doing it. I mean, what's the truth?
2: So So when I got in um the they would take you in on a what they call a permit which is basically like your driver's permit right like when you're 15 and a half same you get philosophy driver, right okay so they're testing the waters to see because if they bring you in as an apprentice now this is iron ironworker iron specific only i don't know about the operators or the pipe no, fitters yeah, or no. whatever but when i was in if you got in on a permit you were going to make full scale whatever that scale was at the time your hourly rate you weren't necessarily paying anything into pension or anything like that but after six months they would put you in a classification of a year of whatever apprenticeship they or whatever apprentice year they thought you were best fitted for was it a test in situation not that I can remember. I don't remember any kind. Of, I didn't do it, but I know a couple guys that did. Um, it wasn't a test in. It was more like an interview type process. No, Not much different from what I understand than what I did to get into the actual apprenticeship. Um, so you work six months. They bring you in. They say, what have you done? You know, show us what you've done. Have you, did you do detail? Did you bolt up? Did you connect? Did you weld? Did you do whatever? And then they either take you for another six months and let you get that money and not have the time and energy on training you as an apprentice. And then they place you in a class or they just say, okay, we're going to place him as, you know, a two-year apprentice or whatever. Second-year apprentice or third-year apprentice or whatever. Um, the way I did it was I went down and interviewed, filled out an application, interviewed. I went in directly as a first-year apprentice. Didn't matter. My skill set didn't matter anything. And I started from there. Um so as far as whoever whoever you were referring to, I don't know what what craft yeah. or whatever. Um, but tr- the only way that a trade school or what we call um uh working non union or rat, whatever they want to call it. Um rat? Don't I, yeah, rat. That's the non union term for some reason. I don't okay. know. But anyway, uh-huh. um they if you work non union for safe you know, four years or 20 years, it wouldn't matter. And you went to a trade school at 50 years old, and they said, Okay, we're going to give you this seventy eighteen uh stick weld test. You pass it, then you take that, you bring that to us as far as the union hall out of Ashland goes. they say, Okay, well, you've worked on union for 20 years. You've got plenty of experience. You, you've got a weld test here. We're going to retest you, but you're now a journeyman iron worker and you don't have to do anything.
0: Okay. So they could for, do that.
2: They they could do that. I mean, they're gonna lose twenty years of benefits, but yes, they could do that.
0: Twenty years of benefits?
2: Well, yeah. I mean just for that specific person that has worked twenty years non union. It wouldn't have to be 20. It could be five or whatever they deem is. Oh, they could applicable. just say you oh, yeah. Yeah. So you that, com, you come in fresh off the block. I've
0: lost the 20 years of benefits.
2: Right. Right. Because you worked on or whatever you, you Yeah. You, yeah. you, you might yeah. be 50. And, yeah. and I'm starting say, over. Right. You're starting over, but you're going to make journeyman wages. Yeah. But you've, you've got you got some ground to make up to make your pension, to be, be something credible whenever you, you retire. Yeah. Okay.
1: Hey, Chubbies. When was the last time? you had somebody take a look at your life insurance. It's something that nobody likes to talk about. But one thing I know about Pudge is he's coming to your funeral. You might as well have him show up with a check and take care of those loved ones. Those that's the time when they need it the most. He's writing it every day. Come have that conversation with him and get it done. And by the way, if you own a business, and you haven't let Pudge quote your commercial insurance. You're making a mistake. Let him check it out. Make sure you got proper coverage for the best value on the market. Gillum Insurance for all your insurance needs. Seven four zero three nine five zero one nine zero. So you were telling something about this
0: one guy walked. He saw something on the internet.
2: Uh, which one? You said it outside. Oh, the. Yeah, uh, we won't say where it was at. Okay, go ahead we'll, and tell it. No, we no, no, I don't want to say where it's at because he 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 tried to do some other shady shit that was kind of off oddball. Um, but I think he saw an ad on Facebook um, for the state that we were working in, and he was uh, literally uh, I think a meat packer or something at Kroger's on like a Thursday, and he went to the hall in this state, and they gave him a book. And said he was a journeyman iron worker. And he came out and he knew nothing about construction, knew nothing about anything. I mean, zero. Um, we were packing rods out on a second deck. And um, there was we had to have so many people pour, per piece of rebar because of the weight. And he said that he had to get acclimated to picking up a piece of rebar that weighed 100 pounds and there was five guys on it. So he he didn't last long yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. but that's what you, but that's what you get i mean you know that's i right. mean that is capable if you are packing meat at a, a deli uh-huh. Yeah. And you want, and, but, but let's just say, uh, hey, you got buddies that, that are probably doing things. I mean, I know guys that are capable of doing jobs like that that have worked in those type of situations that you think, man, that's, that's a good dude right there. Like I've tried to hire guys like that. Right. You know, and you just think, man, you know, there's a guy, there's a good one right there. Uh, I tell guys all the time, I see these guys down at the ball field, you know, and you see oh, yeah. these dads and you're like, man, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I'm, I'm working over here. And I'm like, man, you know, you could. Yeah.
1: Hey, you know, you ever think yeah. about
0: going to Geiger Brothers or one of those places? Well, I mean,
1: that's the the thing, I guess, that, <laughs> that, like, I I would like for you to explain. I mean, we talk on here a lot about, you know, different career paths. You look at our kids, different things like that. And, you know, I think you go back 20 years ago or so, it was like, okay, you graduate from high school, man. You, you really need to go to college or all this, you know. I th- I think that the tide's kind of starting to turn. I think people are seeing, like, well, wait a minute. I could come out with a bunch of debt and really still not know what the hell I want to do with my life. Or I can get into something where I can start making some money. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the, you know, you work in a skilled trade. I mean, you're talking about good money, benefits, and retiring at an age when you can still live your life and have Mm -hmm. a pretty good time. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I I just feel like a lot of times kids don't know how to do that. I mean, like, do do these halls like actively recruit kids? Or? So
2: yeah, I think um, I'm I'm pretty sure that five seventy seven, the Pipe Fitters Hall, um, out of Portsmouth, uh-huh. they're active um, with Buckeye Hills. Okay, um, I think the operators are active with Buckeye Hills. Um, as far as the Ironworkers, I don't know that they necessarily are because there's not really other than like the welding. program or whatever they got there that's really the only similarities okay the ironwork part of it's a little bit different just because we do so much i mean nothing against any of the other trades but i mean an operator is going to pull joysticks and you know and that's a very very skilled trade and there's a lot of good operators out there um the same with carpenters i mean all of them are every every one of them has their place right sure but we do so much so much on a broad spectrum in every part of the building right you know we the foundations the the structural part of it you know um the sheeting um you know drying everything in you know louvers um, some of the doorways and stuff like that get awarded to us so
1: so i mean the best way to learn that is by
2: doing it right being an apprentice and and getting your training through the union In in my opinion if if you're talking to an 18 year old kid, which I was 18 at the time, but I, like I said, had zero choice. It was that's what I was going to do. You know, 20 yeah. something members of my family. That's uh-huh. where I was going. Yeah. Um, but to the 18 year old man or woman, whatever they are, if they want to get into it, I mean, you're going to get put into apprenticeship. Um, you're going to get paid while you're going through school. Um, you're going to work a 40 hour week job, basically, or more. and or more. Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean. Seven twelves is the new forty hours, right? I mean, yeah. everywhere we go, everything we look at is we got to get this done, or we're behind on this, you know. So, um, if if they're interested in working, um, I would say skilled trades. Uh, whether it be, I mean, I'm going to get dinged by Papa and probably Uncle Kevin, but uh, skilled trades is for sure where it's at. Hopefully union but yeah you know well every, now, now with,
1: with the union w- when they're when they're in their apprenticeship and stuff now do you start getting your benefits and pen and, and building your pension then or do you so, have to get through that four years
2: no so you build it okay so you will build it but you have to wait until you're vested okay so that's yeah. a five-year deal so it's a four-year apprenticeship and then you got to work the, okay. the second the, the last year um, and then you're able to borrow against what we have as an annuity we've got a pension mm-hmm. we've got an annuity So myself, I've barred against my nudity twice. When I built my house, I barred against it, right? It's my money. Mm -hmm. I pay, I have to pay it back or I have to claim tax on it, right? But, um, I think I was seven or eight years in Mm -hmm. and I borrowed enough to cover the down payment on my house and Uh I just paid it back monthly to myself. And Uh it's not playing in the stock market when it's doing that, but it's an option, you know, for a young kid, if you know, has a family or needs a new car or whatever. I mean, there's, there's options to bar against that. Um, my opinion like i said i'm i'm 100 for the union and Uh and think it's a great thing i think that uh you know we've come strides above where we were at in 85 when my dad and my uncle Uh got in you know so um the wages are better um there's a lot of perks to it and there there's there's good and bads with everything right Mm -hmm. so
1: no heck yeah
2: um but in my opinion skilled trades would be where it's at absolutely for sure whether you like to weld grind you've Pick up trash i mean it doesn't That's he, always,
0: he always says on the podcast that uh, if, if you catch your kid and he seems like he's mechanical you know like you know um, my kid seems like technological or technology driven like uh-huh. gibson seems pretty good on computers and uh-huh. stuff well uh, now i have nothing to compare him to right right um you know, I'm sure Abram is too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think nice. all yeah. these kids are good on computers. Right. Uh, right. But like if you catch them putting together model cars or there's some kids that just, you know, there's some kids just like that stuff, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah chubbies hey, you know we all know this guy all the folks over at ap prep we th- cannot thank you enough look those guys up at ap we get asked all the time hey what happens how do you get over there hey that's how you do it you get on ap you look them up you set a time for your kids assessment they schedule a time you bring your kid over there boom it's done they get you right in the schedule and hey for all you adults you just show up on monday wednesday or thursday night at 5 30 and they got their boxing classes it's ten dollars or you can and joined by the month so look them up at apprep.info he always said you know then you might want to start introducing them to you know the trade mm-hmm. i've i've sent him a lot of kids that i that i see, and i'm like hey you know there are kids will tell me like i want to be a welder and i'm like well what makes you say that you know have you ever welded no well do you want to weld and i'll call massey and i'll say hey how can i get this kid in front of a welder who can weld? who can show him what a welder is you know and he'll he'll massey always sets them up you know, says here. Here's what you do, and we go from there. You know, right? Um, he said that you would have some. Uh, he said you got to tell us before you get out of here. What some good stories? He said. He said, what's a good? He said he would have some of the best stories just about some work over the years. Wild ones. Tell whatever he was, Shay.
2: Ah, uh, that's on the spot. You should you should have mentioned that before we got on here. <laughs> I
0: know, I know. Well, we might have you back. We
1: might. Have oh, you of back. course.
2: Ah, uh, man, Could you being a part owner of the a sponsor? sponsor. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. Good God.
2: <laughs> I said, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now you're
0: the one that texts me and you said, what's a guy got to do to be on this podcast? Well,
2: I just thought it was a cool thing. You're you're interviewing local people and, yeah, yeah. and getting their so stories said, and stuff out. How's uh, this date here? <laughs> yeah, but you, I said, what's the script? And you said, no script. You'll be fine. That's all he <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, That's pretty much our standard answer. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah would you want me to tell you what to say no i didn't want you to just give me a, a a broad line you know where we're going to be what did i tell and-
1: you we'd talk
0: about life
2: yeah but i mean yeah whatever uh, you
0: could you imagine if i would have tried to program shay meredith well, I'd, I'd like to hear what papa and uncle kevin would have said how they've been trying to tell you what to do and say all these
1: years how easy that
2: would have been yeah i never i didn't yeah i, I listened to them I, yeah. knew what, I knew what would happen if I didn't. Have
0: you told him about your newfound TikTok love and addiction?
2: No. No, they don't fault. They're not on. They're that not on. No. Oh, you didn't
0: tell him you got your financial advice from. TikTok.
2: No, hell no. They wouldn't even know what TikTok was. He Ken... does
0: his financial planning at midnight, preferably yeah. now, on, they,
2: on TikTok. Now hold on, on. I've now. already heard that's false. Thank you, yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you Chad. Yeah, yeah. uh, we're gonna clear the air on that bullshit. You yeah. lying in here to fucking hickey? Yeah. That ain't what happened. Yeah. But now, tell was, do I need to pull it up? You pull it. You, you pull the time clip, and I'll pull my time clip because I knew it wasn't no later than nine. <laughs> oh it was i was laying in bed so it was
1: a legit question
2: right right. i mean i seen a video on tiktok that was life insurance oriented about making money he just didn't tell me and i didn't read into that you had to have 15 million dollars before you could make money (laughs) you know right right right. i was just trying to think about a small guy like him yeah you know Coming up in the insurance game. Sure. Selling life insurance. You right. know, I, right. I appreciate it. For it. I, do, I, well, yeah. I go
0: back to July 8th, and this has been longer ago than that. Yeah, I don't know why I only go back to July 8th.
2: Because you probably deleted them. Cause I you think, think I wrong. had to for storage you were wrong yeah <laughs>
0: i do have one tiktok that you sent me Devin burr on tiktok here's another one start p- start paying this i should get commission <laughs> is what you said there you go and, and i uh, and that was it uh, he, he 8 should PM. be thankful
2: that people are looking out for it right i, I, should, I mean you know. <laughs> i just thought you know it was like an everyday thing that he didn't know about because yeah, it's right. jackson county you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean right, right. he drank too much ski pop and yeah, he just right, forgot right, right i tried man i mean i know i was i i was just proud of you
0: that that's what you were looking at on that TikTok tock that time i was I, like I, jay I, is trying to get better i said life insurance
2: jason gill there you go
0: you know? hey i'll be honest with you there is some good like i i do I bang on you a little bit but like there's some good stuff on there there's some oh my there's some like TikTok is almost like its own form of television Well, and I'll tell you
1: what, I kind of like it, and here's why. I think I've got a short attention span that gets shorter and shorter. Like, there are some topics I don't really want to take a deep dive (coughs) on. Mm -hmm. That'd probably be one of them. Like, if I saw a blurb like that, hell, I'd watch it, Yeah, you know, and then move on to the next one. Sure, sure.
0: What do you like to watch on there? All of it. Do you watch YouTube a lot? Yeah. What's your your go-to on YouTube?
2: Um, There's a guy on there, R&R Buildings. He builds pole barns. He's amazing. like Like, just the way he does it. I mean, sounds like something Chad would like. He's yeah, got it. He's got yeah, a, Well, you yeah. like you like that stuff like oh, that, yeah. though. I do.
0: Yeah, like the, whatever the informational is, stuff. Yeah, you yeah. like that.
1: I know. I like to. I like to consume watching guys that are experts in their, their Craft. field. Like it. Yeah, I right. love watching that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, I've gotten back into bow hunting for I don't know the last three years. Um. Took a break from it when we had kids and all that, and even a little bit prior to that. Um and uh don higgins outdoors um whitetail habitat solutions there's a lot of good videos out there for guys that are looking to you know try and do food plots or whatever you know whatever i've been trying to do and um such a useful tool oh it is it's it's yeah it's i cannot hardly
0: stand to watch television but like here's spectrum yeah. oh yeah
1: i don't really ever i mean if i'm watching game. anything it's probably a game or like now i will get into netflix every now and then oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, any, yeah like
0: commercials and not like it, live yeah. tv like no. other than yeah. a game no. or a fight
1: like sitcoms and stuff like oh. that. Like, i'm not sitting there
0: watching that oh no. my gosh and yeah. a commercial anymore i mean yeah. Oh. Yeah. just turn it off yeah it's it's yeah. It's, yeah. it's nothing for you no
1: you, you know it's like listening to the radio man mm-hmm. it's hard like yep. it's easier for me to just flip on a podcast mm-hmm. i used to like to listen to like morning sports radio mm-hmm. and stuff well now all those guys have their own podcast yeah so you can just flip over well, and there's no to there's them.
0: no uh you, they've taken the uh, it's just like us i mean you know you want to drop a cuss word you don't have somebody breathing down your neck yeah right right it's yeah. free to do whatever you want if you don't like it just unsubscribe
1: yeah right, <laughs> right. You, you know right, i mean right. the people
0: that are listening to us are, are our people
1: yeah, they don't care they what's don't, said. Yeah, No. I mean, I mean, they might break our balls a little bit, yeah. Right, if they don't like it. Sure. I mean, who cares? I yeah, mean, they know we're not. It's all in good fun. Yeah, we're yeah. not being assholes about anything. No, no.
0: I mean, I, it's just. I mean, like it's like me. I'm not. I came from like probably. I was thinking about this earlier on the way home from uh, somewhere today. Where was I coming home from? It might have been yesterday. Yesterday I was coming home from Coffee, and you texted me. I got to thinking. I uh, now I am a pro union guy on, like, your stuff, like the skilled worker. Mm-hmm. I come from a union that ruined my job, the um, steelworkers' union.
2: Yeah, they should be a union. Yeah, they they yeah, we'll
0: they, just, they, uh, they yeah. ruined out the Meridian. Now, the auto industry out there was in the steelworkers' union, and I – now, I, I don't hate anybody that was in the union. Right, and, yeah, know, It's not that, but right. I saw it was the principles that a lot of them were standing for um, that I thought maybe – you know, just uh, health places on the ground. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. My, and they did the same thing down at my dad's plant. My dad was non-union. He was AP green and and I'm, I'm going to get drilled for saying this, whatever, but I mean, I watched him do it and I'm like, right. I'm like, guys, you, you're, you're not there anymore. <laughs> like yeah. literally one of them's on the ground. And I saw like just astronomical. And as a business guy, if you are asking for things that cannot happen, that is a loss. Like, you know, you, you can't just thump your chest. You have to be saying, you know, like if that, if that company can't make money, then nobody can make money. Right. You know, that's what I, I tell you, you know, I think that this deal that I don't know much about it. Um, I, I asked Scott, I said, Hey, I know Shay doesn't know much about this employee stock option thing, but, but I tell you something, I, th- I think that this will be, cause knowing most of you guys, you said there was like over 200 of you, right?
2: Yeah. I think there's like, yeah, two two. Two to two ten, somewhere around there. I don't the I mean, exact number, but
0: I I, I played that party, and I've been involved with Geiger Brothers. Some, and they're a sponsor. But from what I know about that whole group of people, um, you they're all like you, and you know they take pride in their work. You know, it, you take pride in everything, and I think if you can do that, like, and and when I say that, that means you're not too good to do anything. No. never
2: never be too good to do a job
0: and and i i can remember like you know whenever whenever you start getting too good to do jobs or you start not taking pride in jobs your company will fail yep and and i feel like you guys will never have that situation like you guys it's a good thing for you too because now you're going to really be able to take some even more pride in your work because you guys i I, i've i played that company party and i'll never forget this you know it might have been you and, like, you know, Lauren and guys were coming up to me. I, somebody got up there and started singing on my stuff. I, can't I don't know.
2: Remember. I left early. I, I had to go. But that, that, <laughs> there was a lot of workers. There, there was a lot of dresses and dancing going on, yeah. I believe. Well, yeah. and, I mean, how many
0: of these Geiger Brothers soirees have, have we seen now? A, a right. few. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, the guys would come over to me and they'd be uh, like, hey, bud, he's, he's Scott and Eric and Hit Kyle, they, they take care of us. Like, I mean, it was, oh, yeah. they took care of the I think
1: guys. I think most people that work there really like working there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and,
0: and I and I'm sure that that is 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 um is relayed on the job sites where they wouldn't. Well, do
1: every, that. every time we've had Scott and Hickey on this show, uh-huh. one of the first things they say is, "All oh, we couldn't do anything without the people we got." Yeah, I mean, we got good people. Yeah, and that's 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 why we've been successful. Scott says the reason I've been successful is because of the people that we got. Oh yeah, you know? And I, t-
0: I tell you something. I mean, I I know I bust his balls a lot. I, I truly don't know other than possibly prater if i know anybody that gets after it any harder
2: then scott oh fuck <clears throat> i was in there last sunday was it's, i guarantee these every there. weekend yeah Every weekend he's in there.
0: Like, don't think, like, Ruckle was, we was on a group text. Boy, I was just dropping quarters on Ruckle. Oh, gee. Did you hear about it? Poor Ruck,
1: no, I did. Oh, I was in his head.
0: Oh, Oh, man. And uh, I was was on him. I was was pulling a good one. Now, was
1: he feeding me back? Oh, not as good as I (laughs) had him. Oh, it was bad.
0: And uh, Scott was in there and he he was just joking with us, but he said, You two entitled Jackson businessmen. And I thought, hey, listen, Scott Massey gets after it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he is. He goes hard, uh, especially at his age. I mean, hell, he's old. He's got them purple forearms. I mean, you know, he's, all, oh, he's got all face. He's got on face.
1: What? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. got to go tan and just see don't see how old he looks. Oh man, I'm fired. I'm fired. Poor poor Kayla got to look at him. Oh, oh. My
2: God, he's fat. Oh, <laughs> wow wow No, i tell you what i mean i've worked for a lot of uh great people r- really shitty yeah. contractors i mean a lot of oh it. i bet, I uh, bet
0: you've worked with some just felons he, or worked for, worked he, around some just guys that were just there to skin you
2: Uh, well yeah yeah uh you know we work for i won't mention any names but uh we were working in pikeville kentucky and um it's three hours from the house right they um built a additional in a hospital 14 story we were doing all the decking they did the actually uh not to get racist or anything but a bunch of mexicans set the precast parking garage right beside us you know it's a union built hospital the contractor and uh the for the garage is non-union and they hired all mexicans well it was a prevailing wage job they weren't even paying their their wages what they were supposed to be you know um, which is not
0: the mexicans fault
2: no it's not there i'm not saying yeah, that but the yeah. contractor that hired them right yeah so we're working side by side with them well he's done
0: no background check he's just said give me 12 abled bodies he's thrown a bunch of men into the fire that had right. no clue right
2: yeah. yeah and they went down because they were making good money right well yeah then our business agents at the time come down he's like he starts talking to them they run him off site and they're like what are you doing he's like i'm just talking to your guys you know well, they found out he wasn't paying them no prevailing wage so Our union got them back paid prevailing wage because they were able to take it to court. Um, But that job was for a, it was a union contractor, but they were a bad union contractor. Literally, we had a guy, we were sitting in a 40-foot Connex box, right? You guys know what This is life and death. Yeah. Yeah. So we're building a a 14-story hospital, all structural steel, metal decking, all that stuff. We're taking breaks in the middle of December in a 40-foot metal can, right? We've got a 100 gallon propane tank in the corner. One corner of it when you walk in the door with one of those small little in, buddy infra-red heaters. Buddy, oh. heaters, buddy heaters, right? There's 30 fucking iron workers in there, right? <laughs> We're trying to eat lunch, right? There's a guy that has taken a piece of tie wire. There's like these like little welded in hoops that's yeah. in the can, you know, from the factory or whatever. He's got a rope above him right atop that heater. And he's got his boots off. Now, we're sitting on kegs of welding rods, five-gallon Any, buckets. Anything you can. Anything yeah. we can. Just trying to eat your Car-Hart's lunch. hearts trying to eat, you know, a sandwich or whatever. Stay warm and warm. And this fucker's got his socks off, letting them dry out, and he literally starts clipping his fucking toenails I like, shit you not.
1: Oh, jeez.
2: My Uncle Greg's eating a tuna sandwich, right? Wrong crowd.
1: Yeah. Wrong crowd.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. It wasn't good. So that's a bad contractor. Yeah. So yeah. when you get with somebody like Geiger Brothers that yeah. cares about their employees, that will literally call you on the phone and tell you thank you for something, yeah. it's it's it goes a long way. It really does. Well, they personally
0: yeah. fly you so you can get home Absolutely. to see your family.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a yeah. That's a whole other story for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a that's a cool feeling you
0: know yeah oh yeah yeah i, I mean i've seen your stuff your videos and i mean i could tell it's like hey he's, he's feeling like a bitch all right yeah. oh yeah, yeah. kid <laughs> kid rock rock walking in Tyson <laughs> McGee with a
2: backpack full of beer like yeah. let's go home yeah, and that's nice. On the plane yeah. we go. You know, no customs, no nothing. Just
0: well, hey guys, huge thanks out there to everybody down at Geiger Brothers Construction. Those guys, as a whole unit, have just been wonderful for the Chubbies. We appreciate each and every one of you hardworking people out there that listens to us. And uh, thank you, Geiger Brothers Construction, for all your project needs. Give those guys a call seven four zero two eight six zero eight zero zero. We'll come back see us. Owner sponsor. Well, you're more than welcome anytime. You're paying for us.
2: Yeah i ain't paying for shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but hey we we know we know that we yeah. get a lot of support from geiger brothers so yeah, thank
2: you it. thank yeah. the guys thanks That's for having more, me so yeah thanks for coming you on got anything show. else you want to shout out
0: anybody any of your crew uncle you've already talked to uncle kevin papaw
2: uh, no I, i'm afraid i'll leave someone out so I just we, won't got, we, got, got, we got a
0: shout out uh you know uh stepdad greg
2: oh yeah absolutely I mean, that's my he's man. working on my truck right now well, yeah. see, we got to shout him out okay. that's my man yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah yeah my stepdad yeah he's uh he's retired city worker turned arms dealer he got put in <laughs> facebook jail um he was he, he was looking out for me love his heart i mean he he does everything <laughs> in the world Armstead. hey listen he he's the only person that i know that's like him but um he uh we were talking one day about ammo or something, yeah. and he's like, well, do you have this? Do you have that? And I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, whatever. And uh, he just randomly <laughs> takes this RC car up for my nephew Braden to chill a coffee, and there's a guy in a box van. He's the only guy I know in the world that gets these deals, right? There's a guy in a box van that's got, like, TVs and fans and just random shit, and he sees, he sees ammo boxes, and he's like, what's in that? And he's like, ammo well he just buys them on the spot for like 80 bucks was like four ammo four or five ammo cans i think there was 22 there was 410 oh cans yeah the the small yeah. oh, ammo yeah, box. uh, yeah, yeah. boxes or whatever they are but i mean s- several rounds of ammunition i'm mean, 20 between 22 410 there was some 223 i think some yeah, 40 standard stuff yeah 40 you know smith and wesson or whatever and uh he texts me he's like I got some ammo I'm like all right i'm like what is it he's like come see me so i get home from work i go up i'm like yeah i'll take this this and this so i bought it off of him with the cans for what he paid for it yeah. and then he put the rest of it on facebook well he took a picture of the can or something oh. and they banned doubled him. Him. Oh. Banned him so they banned him so he's gotta wait like two or three days or whatever yeah. it was well then he he reworded it or yeah. did yeah. something and it, he got it back on it. and he made his money back on me and then sold everything for double the money so he's the only guy in the world that ever does that yeah he's yeah. a genius he is. Yeah. He thinks he's stupid, you know him? but he's not. Do you
0: know him? Who's that? Greg Oliver. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Genius. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, he, great mechanic. Uh, yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He he's a guy that, like, there again, pride. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If he cannot fix it, it pisses him off. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, and I mean, he will not stop till he fixes it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. He's I mean. he's working on a truck of mine actually. It's a ninety five three quarter ton. And I uh, had the motor rebuilt and stuff in it and, um, just little problems here and there, you know, what arise, it's a new motor re- been rebuilt, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. And I don't have time to fool with it. You know, I'm like, Hey, what can you get this running for me? He's like, yeah, he's like, well, I got this and this and this, and me and your mom's going here this weekend and doing yeah, this and yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Then randomly yesterday, he's like, where's the keys at? Just, he'll just go get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He gets yeah. caught up and yeah. then it pisses him off. Yeah. Yeah. He'll work on it four hours. It'll piss him off. He'll leave. Then he'll yeah. come back an hour later. Well, was it doing this before? Because it is now. Well, then he'll go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, he he wants everything to be right. I mean, oh, he, yeah. he seriously takes pride in everything he does. And he does. he A lot I of mean, pride even even as outside of the mechanic standpoint with you know his grandchildren and stuff like that I mean he's he's a killer fucking grandpa he really is. oh he is yeah he, my, and he don't
0: miss nothing
2: no hell no he that's all it, him I mean not even so much my mom because she watches all the kids all yeah. the time you know yeah yeah he he runs he goes and gets pizzas on fridays Great you with know him. Great oh yeah mom yeah. needs a day off he'll he'll Take my daughter. My daughter is the meanest little thing at five years old that I've ever. They're been upset around. you're leaving them out there. You know. Oh, I know. I know. I don't want to, but it's a it's a new chapter. I know. I know. They're sad about that. I know, but yeah. we're not moving to Germany. We're moving. 50 I know, away. but they like that. You know, I know. <laughs> they like that. Oh, he always tells me he's like, I have an they can walk right up the front yard, yeah. you know, and come into the back, you know, back of the house or whatever, but
0: and they're getting mother in law, which needed right. to happen.
2: Right. That needed to happen. So
0: it's all going to work out. Yeah. But, uh, brother, I appreciate you coming on and welcome me time, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank Thank you. you. Tell everybody I said hello, even that mean old mom of yours,
2: Vet. Oh, God. True, Vet. Oh, she's always she yelled at me today. I heard, I heard. <laughs> she told me. I said, now he's going to do is dick with me the whole time. I'm shocked you didn't. I'm actually glad it's there. Waited until came yeah. out. Yeah, because yeah. I fear it's going to be all about Jason and your mom, and mommy's baby, and mommy's ted or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hear it all the time. Yeah.
0: So, but uh, hey, uh, look them up, Geiger Brothers Construction.
1: You guys think you want us to talk about? No, man, we're good. Hey, we're uh, just just to let you guys know we are. We are looking for people to join the Chubby team. Mm-hmm. We are we are hiring. Yes.
0: So uh, we'll be paying attention to our page. Uh, we're going to shoot the ad here as soon as this show's done. We've got another good show coming up next week. we got Alan Kiefer coming on.
1: Oh, my, the legend.
0: He's in the bod pod way yeah, in, yeah, so he's yeah. going to tell us all about his journey. Yeah, uh, now, fun. he's he's probably – I am not going to win. Uh-huh. There's a guy out of Meg's that's lost about 50. Yeah. Kiefer could win it, too. Uh, and hey no praters went underground Ah, well then i wouldn't be surprised nobody's even seen him yeah he's uh, text but nobody has laid eyes on prater uh, for uh, now i haven't laid eyes on prater in three four weeks okay so i would expect a win then well i i I just showed up over the other night shirtless yeah. Over at the gym, just walked around. That's, just, a, that's good. Just proud peacock. Yeah. He I peacock. Oh, that's what yeah. he did. Uh,
1: whatever, whatever took the shirt off and just peacocked around the whole yeah, thing.
0: Yeah. Made sure all the cameras seen me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Well, hey, man, check us out next time. Like good. and subscribe. See you, Chubby. See you.